Good morning, Dale. I'm glad to be with you today on our first uh, TJI podcast on preaching and ministry. Well, Jeff, it is great to be together, and we actually are together today, and that's kind of neat. Uh, we're this is uh, all everything we do is kind of an experiment, and we are experimenting today. And we welcome all of those who are actually listening live. We welcome those who will be listening later on as well. So, Jeff, great to be with you. Yes, it is. It's kind of unusual that we get to do something like this uh, live. We usually have to do it uh, from different venues or different areas, but it's good to be able to be in the same location today. We're in Birmingham, Alabama today. Uh, Dale is preaching in a meeting out at the West Concord Church, and uh, I'm preaching in a meeting over at Atala in the guests in Atala area. Somebody asked us the other day if we planned it that way, Jeff, and uh, I said, yeah, five years ago when they called me and asked me to hold this meeting, and six, seven years ago they asked you to hold this meeting, we thought, well, hey, that'll be the same. Not really. <laughs> uh, just happened that way, but we're really, really glad it did. Well, we welcome you to uh, this uh, podcast. Uh, this is going to be, a, 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 we hope, a really good and, and interesting podcast for you, just so you'll know, kind of know a little bit about the format. Each week we'll go 20 to 30 minutes and uh, on your uh, podcaster, if you record it and download it, you'll better listen in about uh, fifteen to uh, ten to ten to fifteen minutes because you know time and a half or two times. But uh, each week we're going to bring something. The plan is to bring something a little different. Yes, Dale. Uh, our, our goal is to have the first uh, the first uh, Wednesday in each week that we'll do something on preaching, specifically on preaching, and then the second week something on ministry and systems. And then the third week, probably uh, questions uh, that people have, ministry questions that people have. And by the way, if, if you have a ministry question uh, that you would like for us to discuss on this podcast in a couple of weeks, you can write us at the Jenkins Institute at gmail.com and give us your question. And then the last week of each month, we will do a, uh, an interview with some preacher or someone involved in ministry that we think will bring interest to the program. And we think that'll be a real good format and uh, a lot of diversity to that and everything. Again, uh, those who are listening live, and this is a, an opportunity for you. There is a chat room. If you have comments as we work together through this, uh, feel free to toss those in there. But, Jeff, let's get right to the business at hand today. Well, to, Dale, today we want to talk about preaching, and, and specifically today the topic of this podcast is 10 Reasons Not to Quit. Uh, we want to make sure that um, – um, a lot of that, as as you well know, there there is in ministry um, many people who are leaving the ministry. Some are leaving because they're older and and they're retiring. Some are leaving because they're passing away. But a lot of men are leaving ministry because they're getting tired, they're getting frustrated, they're getting burned out, and they think there's there's got to be something more. There's something better that I can do than this. Well, Jeff, have you ever? felt that need, you know, desire, thought, man, it's kind of time to throw in the towel and felt like it, uh, you wanted to quit? Dale, I think, I think that anybody uh, who is a preacher, anybody who is in ministry, who has said they've never had down days, who said they've never had blue Mondays, uh, they're not being honest with themselves because all of us have gone through times in our life where, where it's, been, it's been difficult. We, we've had seasons of, of discouragement or depression or defeat, and we think, is it worth what I'm doing? And that's not anything uh, that's unique to those of us who are living today. You, you read the scriptures, and you see evidently that there are any number of men in scripture who, who seem to be burned out, who seem to be worn out. Yeah, and, and uh, often, in, in fact, in my, my book, all I ever wanted to do was preach, 
uh, one of the first things I say is, that's all I've ever wanted to do, but every, every Saturday night I want to quit because I'm, I'm thinking this isn't worth preaching. And then every Sunday night when I'm worn out, I want to quit. Uh, I never really think about quitting specifically, but there, there are those moments you think, I just somebody could do this better than I could. And, and we all face times we're facing really difficult periods in our work. Uh, you know, like Elijah, when after, you know, he's being chased by somebody trying to kill him. And, uh, you've had your life threatened. I have too. And, you know, we, we've had our life threatened. We've had our happiness threatened. And so that, that's when you sometimes think, man, maybe I should just quit. And if you're listening today, that was, yes, the first of many shameless promotions of books produced by the Jenkins Institute. You can buy those at the Jenkins Institute.com <laughs> slash store. So feel free to jump in anytime. All right, so Dale, um, the question is not, will I go through uh, difficult times? It's not, it's not will I uh, suffer some discouragement and even depression in my life and in my ministry? The question is, uh, what am I going to do about it? Uh, what, what, what can I do to keep from, um, from, one, from being burned out to the point that I want to quit? And so we want to present today kind of David Letterman top 10 style countdown uh, 10 reasons not to quit, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on any of these. Again, if you have questions or, or thoughts about these, feel free to uh, send us an email because we're interested in what you think as well. All right, number one, you, you shouldn't quit. You need to consider, and, and, and Jeff, maybe before you say that, one other thing, it is not the end of the world if you quit. Um, I, that dad had an elder at, at uh, the congregation at Spring Meadows that was really, I mean, at, at uh, Robot Parkway, that was really a blessing uh, to uh, the church there. And when, when, when we got to know, uh, when he got to know Brother Saul, uh, Brother Saul was such a blessing in, in his life. And Saul had been a preacher and he had, he'd, he'd left. He decided not to preach anymore. And so what, what ended up happening was uh, this guy who was frustrated with preaching ended up being one of dad's greatest encouragers. So if you decide, I can't do this anymore, you might be the greatest encourager for some other preacher, or you might be a great elder or leader in some other way. Pre and preaching is not for everyone. Some people maybe would do better in another area. And Dale, I would say also along those lines that um, if, if your work as a preacher is affecting your family in an adverse way, not a, not for a short time, but if it's something that is ongoing and you can't seem to work it out, if, if it's affecting your marriage, if it's affecting your, your spiritual growth, if, it, if it's affecting your spirituality, if your wife says you need to quit, then, then that would be something that you need to consider. All right. So let's get busy now. With these. Okay. Number, number one, uh, you, you don't need to quit. We're, we're encouraging you not to quit today because you're making a difference in people's lives. As, as preachers, we get to be a part of, of the hurts and joys, uh, the, the pains that people uh, have to deal with. Um, the, uh, the, we have the privilege of helping people process both victories and defeats in a way that, that is correct. And so um, we, we sometimes think, is what I'm doing worthwhile? Is, is it making any difference? And the truth is we often will not know the difference that it's making uh, until later on in this life or maybe even later on in eternity. And there's a whole lot less likelihood we will know on this side of eternity than we would know on the, on the other side of eternity. So, so, so with, you know, and, and the joys, you're there when the child is born. Well, everybody's happy, but 
you also need to help them. You need to pray with them and help them realize the happiness is more than just happiness. You now have a responsibility. So you get to help them through every aspect of their life. And so you're really making a difference people's life. Jeff, well, I, had a, I had an old preacher tell me one time, I said, so why do you, I, I just asked him, why do you enjoy preaching so much? And, and he kind of had a good sense of humor. And he said, because I get to, uh, to be a, a part of the three most important times in a person's life. He said, when they're born, when they get married, and when they pass away. And he said, he kind of said it like this. He said, we hatch them, we match them, and we dispatch them. And so uh, we are involved in, in the lives of people at significant points in, in their life. All right, number two, uh, I believe that you should not quit because preaching puts you in the heart of God's plan for saving man. Uh, when you're in ministry, you're in the heart of what God's plan is. And there are people who, through the years, Jeff, we've now heard it for you know, for almost 40 years or two of us, people will come along and say, preach is going to go away. People want drama. People don't want long sermons. People don't. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, it is God who the foolish, who the foolish of preaching decided to save man. It's, it's that opportunity to connect with, with God and with man and be a part of his plan. Dale, we, we mentioned earlier the significant events that we get to be a part of in people's lives. The truth is there is nothing more significant, as all of you know, that is involved in a person's life other than in their salvation and their uh, commitment to the Lord. And, and so we're, we're getting to be a part of that. We're doing the work that God want the most important work that God has in this world. And that is the teaching of the gospel to, to people to bring them to salvation. And that's not to have any self-importance or haughtiness, but the fact is the fact we can't change that. Number three, uh, we need to, uh, we encourage you not to quit because when we're in ministry, it helps us and helps us to be able to keep our own spiritual life in check. Um, uh, it's it's not necessarily the truth always, but many times it is true that I'm I'm better uh, I'm a better person because I preach because because I'm I'm involved in 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 helping other people, but I'm also involved in in looking out for my own spirituality and my own spiritual growth. Well, I've often said that uh, I, I'm, I'm just a much better person when I preach, uh, and it makes me a better person, and, and I'm connecting in good ways and in ways that are meaningful in people's lives, and, and not only that, but uh, I, I'm drawn to the Word more. I'm drawn to being more like God would want me to be. So uh, number four, Jeff, uh, we, I think you should stay in preaching because the church needs you more now than ever before. Well, Dale, um, the church is going through, as, as all of us know who are involved in, in church work, and it's not just in, in churches of Christ necessarily, but, but the religious world is going through a lot of turmoil right now, a lot of change, a, a, lot of, uh, a, a lot of questioning. And in the church, we see that happen where many churches are dealing with what are we going to do next? Uh, how, how are we going to navigate the world in which we live? And more than more than maybe at any time, at least in in our history, uh, in in the last couple of hundred years, we need preachers who are committed to teaching the truths that are found in God's word and living the life of a minister that God would want us to live. Jeff, number five, uh, I think we should stay in ministry because um, 
just because you get out of preaching, you know, you're frustrated and you've gone to that elders meeting and you're ready to pull your hair out. And, you know, if you had a gun, you, you wish you didn't have a gun. You know, you're just, you're just as frustrated as you can possibly be. And you, every moment is difficult. Every time you go to church, you have to see people that are difficult to deal with. And you're just extremely frustrated. Uh, you shouldn't quit because doing something different and you're going to do something, doing something different will not necessarily make your life any easier. There. Well, well, Dale, they're difficult people in the world. As long as as long as mankind exists, there's going to be difficult people. And and if you think that the only difficult people in the world are in the church, you've you're going to learn a stark a portion of reality in life. There are difficult people in every aspect of life and in every work that you do. Um, somehow, there are times that those of us who preach seem to get this attitude that nobody should ever be unkind to me that nobody should ever mistreat me, that nobody should ever hurt my, say anything that hurts my feelings, that, that the elders should never tell me what I'm supposed to be doing um, and, and that I ought to get my way all the time. Uh, Let me tell you about Woodrow. Woodrow was a leader at the first church I preached at. Wasn't an elder, but he was a leader there. And uh, the first church of Woodrow, we could call it, because he was the boss. He ran it. There's no doubt about it. He was in charge of everything. And he was a neat old guy. He was a farmer. He couldn't read or write, but he was the guy who was in charge of the church. And he regularly, almost every week, he'd come to me, and he'd start a sentence with, son, and I knew when he started it that way, he was going to correct me. He was going to tell me something I was doing wrong. And I guess what I've learned is, over 35 years of doing this, is there are difficult people everywhere. But if you get out of preaching, there are going to be difficult people if you deal with if you deal with, with chickens, they're going to be difficult chickens to deal with. If you deal with cows, they're going to be difficult cows to deal with. Every aspect of life has a difficulty. And you think you're worked to death now? Uh, every, any work you go into is going to have scheduling problems. Dale, Dale I, don't, I don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be unkind about this in any way, but sometimes we need to get over ourselves. And we need to realize that if, if, if people treated our Lord the way that they treated him, why should we expect that they're going to treat us any differently? Yeah, we're not minimizing anybody's hurt in, in, in saying that. But, but there is a point at which somebody says, okay, this is part of ministry. It's part of what I'm going to deal with. I accept it and realize it. And you'll be happier, really, when you realize it. And if you, if you get out the first time, if you throw in the towel and quit the first time somebody says something that hurts your feelings, you're not going to last very long. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it was... Uh, wasn't it Vance Havner who who one time said that if you're going to be a preacher, you got to have the uh, the heart of a child, the mind of a scholar, and the height of a rhinoceros. So you you know we, you get, we've got to we've got to build some toughness into our life if we're going to be able to overcome. I'd rather people not talk about our hides or anything, Jeff. But sorry, all right, if you all right. Number number six, uh, we we're encouraging you not to quit. Uh, don't quit because the church needs more preachers not fewer preachers. There's no and, doubt about that. It's and Dale, we won't, we won't uh, stay on this long, but we mentioned at the outset that, um, and, and we've all seen different statistics. I saw one not too long ago that said 400, we're losing 400 preachers in the church every year. I, I don't know if that's correct or, or not, but uh, many men are, are getting older and they're passing away or they're retiring. Um, a lot of younger guys sometimes uh, become frustrated and they quit. And the, the problem is there are more people who are being born now than ever before, and there are um, fewer preachers now than ever before. And so 
uh, we want to encourage people who are involved in preaching to stay in it. And Jeff, there is a place for, for about every preacher, uh, every faithful preacher of the word. Uh, there's a place for you out there. It may take a while to find it, but, uh, you know, hang in there, stay in there. Number seven, Jeff, because you're making more, uh, don't quit because you're making more of an impact than you'll, you'll ever uh, see here and now. Um, all of us who preach and who've been preaching for very long understand that there are people that we have influenced that we won't know that we've influenced until later on in life. It might, you know, somebody, occasionally somebody may send you a note and say, that sermon you preached yesterday changed my life. And, and every once in a while you get one that says, you know, 20 years ago, I remember when you said, and, 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 and you'll think, I, I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> I would say more so than not, you'll find out about it later on. Not, you're not going to find out about it today or tomorrow but you may find out about it years down the road. And the truth is some people we won't know about until we get to heaven. I, I'm, I'm convinced that there are people that we have the opportunity to influence that we don't even know we've influenced them. And, and someday when we get to heaven, we'll, we'll learn that. Yeah. And what if Noah had quit because he said, well, not very effective. Not many people are responding. I'm not getting much response. We wouldn't be here today really. So, all right. Number eight, Jeff, we have got a couple of minutes left. So let's move through these. Uh, number eight, because uh, things can get better. Um, look, just because you're struggling with something right now in your ministry, just because you're struggling right now uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be struggling tomorrow. Um, you never know when, when things are going to change, when things are going to get better. But again, don't, you know, um, we've heard people say before, preachers should never quit on Monday. Uh, because Sunday was a tough day. It was a, it was, it was a hard time. And so I, I'm just ready to, to throw in the towel, but you know, Tuesday things might be better than they were on Monday. Shameless promotion. Number two, be sure and subscribe to four R for your Monday, because uh, there is that idea that Monday is frustrating a lot of preachers, but, but in, in all seriousness, it, it, it really can be frustrating to us. And so you, you preachers, have to be optimists. It doesn't matter. And I know there are some that aren't, but you almost have to be optimists. We believe that the gospel has the power to change people's lives, that people's lives can change. And so that church you're working with, that person you're working with, we've got to believe they can change. If we, if we don't believe they can change, we don't believe in the power of the gospel. Okay, Dale, number nine. Number nine. Because, uh, and this is yours, Jeff. I love it. You came up with a really good one here. I'd never heard it before, so what a unique idea. Because uh, winners never quit and quitters never win. Go ahead. You're, that's yours. Uh, you're the one that read it, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, the truth is, Dale, and, and we've all heard this all of our life, probably playing ball when we were kids and other things like that. But um, if you look at the big picture, the big picture is not uh, how successful do I feel that I am doing the work of God right now. Uh, the big picture is how successful will I be in the end of my life and in, in eternity. And if I get out now, I will never know the victories that might have been won through the work that I did for God. And um, if, uh, but if I stay in it for the long haul, I'm, I may see great rewards. In All right. Life. Number 10, because a ministry can be fun. I know there are days when you wish you were a counselor and you could leave the files at the office and leave them behind. I know there are days when you wish that you put widgets on gidgets and you didn't worry about them once they were done. You left that uh, factory and you said, I'm eight to five. And you punched down and you went home. 
But I tell you, ministry is always an adventure and it's an opportunity to make an impact on something else. Dale, those of us who preach, and, and we say this sometimes, I know we need to hear ourselves say it, that we're involved in the greatest work in the world. And if we're involved in the greatest work in the world, why, why would that not be the most enjoyable thing in our life? And so um, if, you, if, you have, if, if you are preaching and you're working with a congregation and you have people that you love and, and you have a good family and, and you're, you have friends, um, you have the, the best life possible. And, and there, there are days that things will be difficult, but in the big scheme of things, again, uh, it's, it's so enjoyable to get to be involved in the Lord's work and see, see people uh, change their lives changing, their hearts changing, their, their desires and their wills changing. And uh, what can be more fun than that? I used to tell Melanie, we might never have a house or we never have any money, but I can guarantee it won't be boring. And that is definitely true of ministry. When you get in there and you're living that life, it's not a boring life. Jeff, we've gone about 20 minutes so far. Let's start winding down. Well, uh, again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And um, we want this to be helpful and practical, and we hope it is. And, and we would love to hear your thoughts, on, particularly on this topic. Maybe you've got some thoughts that we didn't uh, get to cover because of a lack of time, but we, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And so email us at the Jenkins Institute at gmail.com. Uh, share your thoughts with us, and, and we'll pass them along to others. And um, we have a, we're going to do another podcast next week. We're going to talk about um, uh, ministry uh, systems, Dale. It's going to be a system site program the second week of each month. And this week, we'll be talking about uh, internships at work. We have a very special guest that will be with us, and we're looking forward to that. And we hope to have some other special things next Monday and next Wednesday as well. So we hope you'll be back with us then. We, we want to say as we close that uh, we understand the struggle and frustrations of ministry. And if you ever need to talk or need somebody to listen to you, let us know. We're, we'll be around. You can call us. You can email us. You can text us. And we'll be willing to listen to you and help you. And we hope you know that we do pray for you. Again, thank you for joining us. And we hope to visit with you again next week. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you as our prayer for you.